This is Westfair Business Buzz from Westfair Communications, publisher of the Fairfield County Business Journal. Here's your host, Phil Hall. Hello and welcome to Westfair Business Buzz. I'm Phil Hall, Senior Enterprise Editor with the Westchester and Fairfield County Business Journals. My guest on today's program is Adam Stark. He is the president of Stark Office Suites. And we're going to be discussing the future of the office during and after the COVID crisis. Adam, thank you for joining me on today's episode. And I guess the first question is a broad question. What is the future of the office going to be? Well, Phil, first off, thank you very much for having me. Um, the question of what the future of the office is going to be is, is one that I think is impossible to answer right now. Um, I think from a standpoint of where we are right now, we definitely see that, you know, the, the COVID situation has changed a lot of things. And it's, you know, we can all make predictions of what the future will hold, but it's definitely a situation where, you know, things are, are developing and they change, you know, they're, I think, changing on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, as when people ask me questions about the future right now, I, I tend to tell them that my crystal ball's gotten a little bit foggy um, because I think anybody who tells you that they know the answers is, you know, is really overestimating their, their sense of where, where things are going to be. I mean, we definitely see certain trends that we think are going to play a big role going forward. You know, we think that folks are going to be looking more and more for a certain level of privacy and protection when they go to their offices. You know, there had been a, a big trend towards a lot of open spaces and a lot more um, removal of walls. My sense is that at least for the short to medium term, some of those trends are gonna change. You know, I think th things such as flexibility are gonna be very important going forward because, you know, we're, we're in uncertain times and we probably will be on, in uncertain times for a period of time. So that's going to be a, a hallmark of what we're going to be seeing going forward as well. Wow. Are you seeing uh, people being more eager to get back to the office after being forced to work at home for so long? Yeah, we're seeing, it's really, it's a mixed bag. Um, we're definitely seeing some people who are, you know, coming back, eager to be back. Um, looking to, you know, they've, they've been working from home and it's, it's time for them to get back to the office. And, you know, for other folks, there's still a hesitancy. Um, and it's really at this point in time, a very personal thing for people. Um, there are people who feel very comfortable coming out to work every day, coming to their offices, and there are others that perhaps need a little bit more time. When the COVID crisis started, I recall seeing several articles online about how companies are now going to try to renegotiate their leases or even break their leases with their landlords uh, over office space. Uh, is that something that is happening or is that a prediction that uh, didn't quite come to pass? I don't think you're seeing, at least on the office side, a lot of people just running away from commitments and leases. I do think a lot of folks are rethinking what their needs are on a going forward basis. And, you know, we're definitely talking to a number of people who've had longer term arrangements that, you know, perhaps we're planning on renewing those longer term arrangements. And now we're looking at the idea of maintaining flexibility and, 
having the shorter term commitments, at least for now, seems to be something that's very appealing to people. But you know, at least what we've been seeing and the people we've been talking to, there, there, there hasn't really been a, a big running away from obligations. It's just a concern about entering into new long-term obligations. What happens to uh, markets where there is a glut of office space? I'm thinking of Stamford, Connecticut, uh, as a prime example, where there's already uh, too much vacancy in the market. Uh, do you? Will the office uh, property managers and owners have to consider maybe converting into mixed use or other type of properties as opposed to keeping it as office space? That's, it's funny that you mentioned Stanford because you know we have a we have a location in Stanford. It's one of our smaller ones, and you know we've definitely seen over the previous years, you know, demand related issues to it, just given to the high occupancy rates. I can tell you over the course of the past month or two, you know, it's been one of the highest call volume places, and we've we've done a number of deals with people in Stanford um, because you have a lot of folks who are in the city and who live in Westchester and Fairfield who are looking at the Westchester and Fairfield real estate markets again. And I believe that's actually going to have a pretty strong demand impact over the coming months in the suburban office market. So we've definitely started to see that. And I think to predict that places like Stanford are gonna struggle, Look, you don't know, but if anything, I think that this may actually be a tailwind for the, the real estate market in places like that. Well, uh, if Stanford is going to benefit from this situation, then I assume that the urban markets like New York City or Boston, or actually a lot of the, uh, the cities where there's been a great deal of unrest in recent weeks, are going to uh, suffer, particularly in their office markets. I think if you look at the New York City office market as a whole, I think it's going to be facing a challenge. There's no question about that. I think that a number of folks are going to be rethinking their need to have big blocks of office space in the city. I think there's going to be questions with regards to how much people could be working from home, how much people could be working closer to home. You know, from our in our little slice of the industry, we actually think that may help us in certain ways because again, as people are looking to be able to have perhaps access to the city or a smaller footprint in the city, you know, we provide those types of answers. So we're looking at it from that, from that perspective. But if you step back and look at it from the broader real estate, New York city real estate market perspective, and again, as I said, my, my, I don't have a crystal ball, but I would imagine that that's going to be a little bit of a challenge over the coming years. How does your business hold up during the COVID crisis? Yeah, I think like all businesses, you know, everybody has, has felt something from this. There, there's no way to have avoided that. You know, for the most part, you know, we're reasonably happy with how things have gone, you know. Um, Obviously, some of our services are, you know, we rent conference rooms by the hour to our clients, things of that nature. Um, a lot of those businesses have, you know, disappeared or dropped dramatically until, until very recently. Um, but, you know, with regards to the overall operation of the business and stuff, you know, it's, it's been a bit of a challenge, but we're, 
we're actually very excited about what will happen on the other side of this because our feeling is that the you know the companies that you know are prepared and are stronger operators will find a lot of opportunities on the other side of this mountain excellent if we were to pick up this conversation one year from today where do you see the office market uh, both within the the national perspective as well as the uh, Westchester and Fairfield County regions that our publication focuses on? If I had to make a prediction, I think that the suburban office market a year from now is, is going to be pretty good. I really do believe that a lot of folks are going to be looking for those offices closer to home. I think companies are going to be looking that are in the city are going to be giving some additional thought to the suburban markets, even for a piece of the solution, if not the whole solution. So, uh, you know, look, it's always, real estate is always very case specific too about individual buildings, individual location spots and such. But when you look at the overall suburban market a year from now, two years from now, you know, we're pretty bullish on that. Um, with regards to the city, I think the city has a lot to digest. You know, this is going to, there's going to be a lot of changes that come with respect to this. And, you know, the city has also, you know, increased its office availability dramatically with the introduction of things like Hudson Yards. And, you know, my sense is that the market in the city is, you know, may face certain challenges that are different than the suburban markets. And if people wanted to continue this conversation with you, where would they be able to get in touch with you? Well, um, we have, our website is starkoffice and we're always very happy to talk to anybody who's interested in talking. Excellent. Well, we've been talking about the future of the office with Adam Stark, who is the president of Stark Office Suites. Adam, thanks so much for being a guest on today's edition of Westfair Business Buzz. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And we will be back next week at this time with another edition of our podcast. Thank you for joining us. And don't forget to look for us online at westfaironline.com. Join us again for Westfair Business Buzz.